We got a good crowd. Thanks for being here. Thanks for your support. We got a few chairs up front if you want. My name is Luke Miller, host of the Tile Money Podcast. I'm going to invite our first guest, Chris, up to the stage. We're going to do some mic checks and then we'll get started. How you doing, Chris? Not too shabby. How you doing, Luke? Doing good. Doing good. So with this mic, and I'll talk to you, uh, so we have five guests today. So with the mic, try to keep it right in front of your face. Okay. So if you want to just put it like right there. Are these good? Can you side, side talk like this? Okay. How about, how about Chris? All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know how you do it. Running a group that big and lots of drugs. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. All right, all right. So, thank you all for being here. Uh, my name is Luke Miller, host of the Tile Money Podcast. I've been interviewing tile contractors near weekly for the last three and a half years. My mission with Tile Money, as a lot of you know, is to bring business education top of mind to small tile installer contractor businesses. It's something that I felt was lacking. It's something that I found relief in my own contractor business via podcast. So that's why I got started. I have five dynamite, fantastic guests here today. I handpicked each one of these. I'm really excited to interview each one of them. We're going to do rapid fire podcasting. We only have an hour, so it's about 10 minutes each. So we want to get to know them and what they're passionate about in this industry. So I'll stop talking. Chris, you're my first guest. Introduce yourself. <laughs> Tell us where you're from. Uh, my name is Chris Ford. I'm originally from San Diego, California. I'm based in Denver now. Um, company's Lotus Tile. And Chris is a complete badass. If you haven't, if you're not following her on Instagram or Facebook, and see her work and see what she's about, you really need to Lotus Tile. I interviewed Chris what about 18 months ago, a couple yeah, of years ago, like and you can listen to that ago. one on the Tile Money podcast if you haven't heard it. It's a really good one. So. Take us up to speed. What are you passionate about today? Uh, today, I, you know, I've renewed my passion for teaching. Mm -hmm. um, back in California, that was one of my main tasks at our company. We had eight crews. I trained all, most of the helpers. Haven't done that for a while and found like, the perfect apprentice. And I'm just so passionate about watching this young person grow in the trades and like yeah. everything that they're doing. I've never seen someone progress so fast. So, you know, I've, I've found this renewed passion for teaching again. Nice. When I started my company again in California, or I'm sorry, in Colorado, um, I said I'm never having another fucking employee. Yeah. Like, so dumb. So done. Yeah. And I, uh, that's changing. Nice. Um, you know, Alex will probably be doing her own installs in another six months. Wow. It'll be time to bring on another apprentice. It's exciting. Yeah. I'm going to take a quick, quick picture. We have yeah. quite the crowd. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So you you said you renewed your zeal for education mm -hmm. and you found your passion for that. What? Why did you get burnt out on that? What are some of the struggles that we have in this industry as far as apprentices go? Um, so the issues I had in California is I had a business partner and we didn't agree on a lot of things. Okay. Um, it was real hard to find people that were passionate about tile and we didn't pay well. So I might find people that were really passionate and wanted to do this, but making $11 an hour in San Diego, California, you're not going to survive yeah. um, if that's your full-time job. Yeah. You know, it's so true. I mean, you got you, you not only have to attract them to trade, but you got to keep them. you got to give them incentive because yeah. they might have mouths to feed. And, you know, because of that, they couldn't buy their own tools, so my tools are disappearing. After a couple weeks and people couldn't pay their bills, they were done. Yeah. They wanted to go find another job. Uh, it's one of the reasons I pay Alex what I pay her. Um, she's coming to work on Mondays, like all the time with brand new tools. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Stay nice. out of my toolbox. <laughs> um, Do you yeah. give incentives for her to buy her own tools besides just paying her well? Um, not yet. I, I want to start paying her for doing the NTCA classes. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, yeah, because that will... That's one of the best things, you know, uh, a business owner, a contractor could do is like, as as an apprentice, you do find yourself in situations where you have a lot of downtime, right? Mm -hmm. So they can just hop online, NTCA courses, and they're stuff. free online and just learning 
you know, learning the why, right? Yeah. So um, she's on the books at 25 an hour. We don't usually work more than eight hours. If we, you know, finish in six, I just ask that she goes home and do a couple classes. Sure. Send me the certificates yeah, and sense. pay for the full day. Yeah. Um, but education is really important to me, right. and like having her learn on her downtime just benefits me even more. Yeah. Like. So how has that resulted? What can you see? You know. Uh, that has that came back to you and I, I mean, have like, like when there's things I know for a fact I haven't taught her yet and yeah. then she's mentioning them like okay 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 or like the people that she looks up to on Instagram these installers that are out there doing incredible work I'm like oh all right yeah, like, yeah. That, that's great inspiration those are great people for you to be emulating and following yeah so how did you find her uh, we have a mutual friend and at the very beginning of COVID um, I had a big job coming up. I needed some help. So Alex is also a bartender and was out of work because everything was shut down. So I contacted my friend and was like, does your girlfriend want want a job, like temporary? Yeah. I didn't want a full-time employee. I didn't want someone to grow with me. I just needed an extra set of hands. Uh, but then she abandoned me and went and decided to be a correctional officer. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I guess... What being threatened to be stabbed every day like wasn't wasn't exciting. So about I was looking better and better. Yeah. <laughs> so like six and a half, seven months ago, she reached out to me and said, "I hate the job. Mm -hmm. Are you hiring?" And the timing was incredible. Uh, my wife used to help me out mm -hmm. when I needed just an extra set of hands, and she was going full time at her salon. She's a hairstylist. Okay. So I was like, "Shit, I kind of have to hire because now I'm taking on these bigger projects." Yeah. And it was literally the same day Alex texted me, nice. and I hadn't heard from her in like a year and a half. Nice. Just meant Perfect. to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's incredible, and things have been going so well, and we're really excited well. to talk to a Alex here in a few minutes. Um, what do you think, you know, I mean, because this isn't your first rodeo having employees, as we've mentioned, you mm -hmm. know. What do you think the disconnect is between the employee-employer relationship and the tile contractor industry that you're kind of taking a different approach to? Uh, I think... The biggest issue what it breaks down to is lack of respect mm -hmm. on both ends. Employees not respecting their employers and vice versa. Yeah. Um, you know, I try to create a safe environment for Alex where she feels comfortable making mistakes. Mm -hmm. That might sound crazy, but she's not going to learn if she's not making mistakes. Yeah. And so I try to give her the respect that I would want. Like, yeah. I think about often, you know, if my client treated me and paid me like I treat my employee, would I work for those people? Mm -hmm. And so I try to treat Alex the way I'd like to be treated. Um, that makes sense. And I mean, and it won't just be her. Like, I'd like to expand now, like I mentioned, to yeah. anyone working for me. That's kind of the philosophy I'm taking to trying to be a leader and a supervisor now. Nice, nice. Yeah. Now, let's switch gears a little <laughs> bit. Um, I love what you're doing with the Colorado Tile Crew. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a it's a Facebook group yeah. designed to bring unity uh, to contractors locally. Yeah. Uh, tell us about it, how it got started, how it's going. So I started it in November 2020, um, and a friend of mine had added me to Cali Tile Brigade, mm -hmm. and then Tile Money was like the main inspiration for it. You see the questions in Tile Money all the time. What would you charge? Yeah. And that's hard in such a broad group. Sure. But it's a conversation that we can have on a local level. Yeah. Um, and it makes a lot more sense. And I've just been blown away at how positive the people are in the group. I mean, everyone is so supportive. We have people that'll drive to different distributors an hour and a half, two hours away, and they're always asking, like, what can I get for anyone else down there? Yeah. Um, if a crew is sitting at home, someone else needs a crew. And yeah. It's just been really cool to see the community. And I love like, it. I feel like it's really a family. Yeah. And I love it. Like, I, I think that is one of the coolest things and something that, you know, if somebody has a desire to do something on social media, I think, you know, if you really want to have an impact to emulate what they're doing in Colorado or, like you said, California, some of the states have groups just for that state or local, you know, area um, that is one of the quickest ways to have a quick impact on your local community mm -hmm. and you could 
do it a variety of ways. You can put your own spin on it, but what you're trying to do is just connect the local community together. Yeah. And for Tyler's, it's huge, but for contractors, so thanks for doing that. Yeah, well, it, we have a really great group of people admining and moder moderating now. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're all people that I look up to and respect nice. so much, and it, it's, a good, it's a good group. Nice, yeah. nice. Well, that's your 10 minutes. That's your awesome. hot seat. We Thank appreciate God. having you here. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Thank you very much for the opportunity. My and, pleasure. You know, you've inspired me for a long time. Yeah. I would not be where I'm at in life if it wasn't for you. That's so. awesome. Thank you Thank so much. You, Luke. My pleasure. All right, Alex. So Alex is Chris's apprentice and the reason I wanted to interview her today was she's been at this, you know, half a year or so, right? Six months? Yeah, six months, yeah. Yeah, so it's called Tile Money, the business of Tile. So a lot of people thought and think, you know, I'm only going to interview people with a lot of experience in their business, you know. But the fact of the matter is, if you're a business owner and you're hiring people, you want to hear her story. You should want to be interested in what her, she has to say. Right, Alex? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, no. Seriously, though, thank you for being here today. I appreciate thank it. Thank you for the opportunity. This My is, pleasure. This is amazing. Thank you. Tell us about yourself. What is your work history before Tile? Um, so like Chris mentioned, uh, I've been a bartender my whole life. That's kind of my first skill in trade. Um, and then when COVID hit, I lost my job. And I actually have a degree in psychology. So I applied to be a juvenile correctional officer. Um, I got the job, and then they actually offered me a supervisor position like a year and a half into it, and mm -hmm. I decided to quit. <laughs> uh, it wasn't really for me. Mm -hmm. I'm more of a, like, I guess, an, like, I like to do things with my hands, and I like to see a finished product, okay. aka bartending. Um, I get to do a lot of crafty things, and with tile, I get to do the same. So, yeah, that's kind of my background. That's cool. So with the bartending, I mean... You're in the same bar every night, but you're seeing different people, right? Yeah. Is that, did you like that, like all the people? Um, yeah. When I was younger, like 21, I loved, like, the nightlife. Yeah. Um, and bartending was a great way to be a part of that nightlife, but mm. also not spend money, but make <laughs> money. Uh, but, no, I like this. Yeah. I like the social aspect um, and the money. I mean, the money is attractive. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah. So... When, with Tile, you know, you have all these avenues you could pursue, different career paths, and it's commendable that you recognize pretty early on, hey, the corrections officer wasn't for me, you know. Um, I'm going to just change that, right? So many people would just, well, it's a, it's a, I mean, that sounds like a reliable job. That sounds like a career. That sounds like something somebody could just put their head down but maybe not be so happy at it, right? I mean, you got to stay alive, too. But yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. No, it, it's... It it's was, pretty rough, then. Yeah, it was a stable career, but I didn't have a passion for it. Okay. So, like, why do something if you don't have a passion? Okay. Like, what's going to bring you to work every day and be happy and okay. continue to grow if you don't have a passion for it? Like, I hated Mondays. Yeah. Now I love Mondays. Now I love going to work. I love preparing to go to work. Yeah. So. So really what attracted you, my next question, what, what, what attracted you, Tyler? I mean, it sounds like we basically have that answer. You found a passion. Yeah. I mean, I've always known I'd like to work with my hands and create things. Um, and when I worked with Chris, I liked the fact that, like, I could be separately doing something. Like, I have that own time in my head. I could listen to music. And I'm creating something. Mm -hmm. And I like the whole process of it. It has steps, like, and you got to complete these steps in a timely manner. There's rules, there's guidelines. Like I like things like that. And the finished product, I love the fact that I am creating something that's going to be in someone's home that they're going to show off, that they're going to be proud of. Mm. Like, What's like, cooler than that, that you're creating something that people love? Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Do you find yourself enjoying the, you know, the whole process of getting to know the homeowner? and the, yeah. yeah, that and their dogs. I love the when dogs? they have cool, dogs, cool. yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I like the, everything from... From unloading the truck to meeting the, the client, getting to know what they like, um, watching them love, like, what's being put up. I love everything about it. Nice, nice. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? I mean, obviously, this is your first coverings. Yeah. What are your thoughts today after you've been here a couple days? Uh, I'm overwhelmed. This is yeah. very nervous. Um, no, it, I love it. Like, I think the tile community, at least the people I've gotten to know through Chris, 
Like, you guys are amazing. You guys are so supportive. Um, I haven't met anybody that's, like, like, been mean or anything. You guys are, like, so supportive of me, so supportive of me being an apprentice to Chris and, like, supportive of women in the trades. Mm -hmm. um, also, this is, this is awesome. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. Um, and I'm just really happy to be here and cool. enjoying the experience and the ride. Cool. Yeah. So when you look at your, your tile, you know, installation, do you see yourself as a, as a long-term career oh, in yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, this is what I you're, want to do. You're done. As long as my body can handle, like, I want to keep doing this. Yeah. Like, this is my passion. I mean, Chris mentioned earlier, like, I follow a lot of people, um, like, uh, Tile Bro and Shannon, the Tile Chick. Like, those are kind of, like, my, like, I guess you could say heroes in the tile industry. Like, yeah. I look like to be like them, I aspire to be them. Like mm -hmm. I aspire to be my boss, I aspire to be these people and I, I wanna get to a level of work where they're at. Like yeah. They do like an amazing artwork, like it's art and that's what I wanna do. So the social media community has been big for you, a big oh, part of your passion. Yeah, absolutely, it's yeah. like, I love watching like how creative they get with their videos, but like watching them like from the start of the process to the finish and how awesome it looks at the end. Yeah. And you get to learn new techniques like mitering and like all the cool stuff they're doing now. Yeah. It's awesome to watch. Yeah. yeah. And so what, I mean, other than social media, uh, Chris mentioned the NTCA mm -hmm. uh, online university. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and that's, that's real. Like you're going home oh, yeah. and like researching yeah. tile. And I mean, it yeah. sounds like you've, you've got uh, what well, we used to say, you get Portland in your blood, you know? <laughs> Um, yeah, I actually just finished up the NTCA one on subflooring, and we walked into the Flamingo, and I immediately, like, was like, oh, they messed up here, like, there's cracks going through the freaking, yeah. and I'm like, I'm a very much why person, and getting to know, like, the codes and everything, like, yes, it's a little, like, tedious and boring at times, but, like, I like to know the whys into what we're doing. Yeah. Like, I, like I said, I like guidelines and rules, and, like, doing things like that. Okay. It really helps me, like, understand the process. Yeah. So I could be the best installer I can one so day. So you're all about it. You're going to seek yeah. out that information no matter what. Oh, yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Whether it's through Instagram, NTCA, like, there's so much stuff out there. The Tile yeah. Bible, like, you know, like, yeah. more information you get, the more you can put in your toolbox. Yeah. Like, right so, on. Yeah. Well, it, this has been a great conversation. We appreciate you. Uh, oh, thank you. You know, what do you think, uh, maybe if throw you throw you a, a curveball. Okay. <laughs> This, this wasn't hard enough, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm like shaking right now. I'm like, uh. you know, uh, apprentices. I mean, teaching the trade is such an important aspect. It's such a hot topic. You know, that's why I wanted Chris and yourself up here today. Um, you know, do you have any feedback for the contractors, for us older people? Because the thing about it is, is like, you know, we sometimes sit here and be like, well, how can we attract the youth or you know different people like? That's why I love like Lee Calliwer and Jane out of uh, Wisconsin with Dragonfly Tile. Like they, once I saw the type of apprentice they were attracting, it looked and felt different than, than I w came up, you yeah. know, because they were focusing on the art. They were focusing on something entirely different. So they're taking people out of art school mm -hmm. to do tile yeah. and teach them tile. And it's kind of a similar story to you. You yeah. know, you had a different background, you know. Um, I would put myself in the 99% con category i'm a high school dropout who just wanted to work hard and you know do his thing and didn't want to have a real boss well look at you now though <laughs> <laughs> but the, the point of the matter is i'm saying is i think we our reach our outreach needs to be a little bit wider that's what excites me about you know seeing your passion because it's maybe not somebody who you traditionally would think would land on a construction site yeah um definitely so uh i think I think for anybody that's looking to get an apprentice like me that has a passion, I think you need to also focus on how you're like teaching people. I think there's a, a lot more people out there like me, but they're not attracted to the trades because when I first started applying to like do anything, like I felt like I had to be a six five dude that's like yeah. runty and I'm like, yeah. yo, like I'm not that person, but yeah. I'm also that person that pays attention to details. Yeah and make sure a home's clean while I'm doing things. And like, I think like you guys need to focus on maybe like paying attention to like showing your apprentices dignity and respect and yeah. they'll show it back to you. Like I see Chris as such a good mentor in my life because she like gave me that handout and she spent that time into me. And I understand that could be hard. Like it takes a lot of time out of her. Mm -hmm. It takes money out of her pocket. 
But like, if you put those things into your apprentices, they'll show it back if they're the right person. Yeah. Sure, you're gonna have to maybe go through a few. Like, you're not gonna find it like maybe right away. But once you do find that person, put in that time. Show yeah. them the dignity and respect. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think Chrissy's hopefully gonna get her return on her investment soon. Like, um, but I mean, just don't take everything for face value. I mean, if you looked at me coming off the street, I'm wearing board shorts and Converse, I probably don't look like the person that's tiling, but I'm doing it yeah. and I'm trying to do it the best way I can. Yeah, So that's super cool. I hope that answered your question. It did, it did, I, it did. <laughs> and I think we all, you know, appreciated that. You know, you can't argue with that at yeah. all. So I appreciate your time. Um, that's it that's for, you, for you. Appreciate you being here. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Thank You're welcome. you. All right, now I want to call up Mind. All right. So I've been following Mind on Instagram for uh, a number of years. I've also done an interview with Mind uh, about two years ago as well, 18 months ago. What's that? A year ago. <laughs> so it was a year ago. Oh, a year ago. A yep. year ago. Okay. So Mind, uh, introduce yourself. Tell everybody where you're from and what you do. Okay, I'm originally from Lithuania. Uh, moved to Canada 11 years ago, doing tile. 21 years. Uh, uh, doing tile for 21 years. I'm a journeyman tile setter, and um, and my passion is large format tile. Nice. So I'm always trying not to stay in the frame. I'm always thinking outside the box. Yeah. Always doing something different than my competitors do. And uh, so one of the things we did actually at the end of the last year, we decided to open a showroom, the t uh, like tile setter showroom where you don't sell a tile. It's just a space where designers, builders, architects, they can come in and see what can be done out of large format tile. So we do not only wall and floor application, we cladding kitchen cabinets. We're doing gables out of large format tile. we cladding uh, drawer fronts, uh, door fronts. Uh, we're doing doors, actual, like, actual door uh, we're yeah. flatting in the tile, we're making those doors hidden, and uh, in the free time, we build furniture out of large format tiles. So we have tons of leftover tiles, and we're just designing some kind of design, and we just build a coffee table and anything. Sometimes we're donating for some stores who's giving us business, and if we use their products as a revenue, and you know, it goes a long way. Mm. And uh, also, of course, we're choosing which contractor to help to educate in large format tile because our market is very competitive. Like in in Calgary, we have like 2,000 stores, like tile setters. Yeah. Uh, maybe 5% is good. The rest of them is just like, I know how to do it. So like for me, uh, to find a decent labor is impossible. If I, if I take somebody under my wing, I train, they leave and they start their own business, be trying to steal customers so the reason was to be different open a showroom so that everybody knows who we are and where we are smart because a lot of times contractor comes in damages and leaves I remember that viral video on Instagram where the guy came with a sledgehammer to yeah. bust everything out and it's like you know it's like I'm trying to be uh, like trusted by the customer because they're letting us stay in their homes yeah and especially, of course, when we do like large form of it's mostly is um, high end. Yeah. It's like a lot of luxury homes, and uh, and those people they don't want to trust anybody. Yeah. You know, and the same trying to pick up your crew so everybody uh, looks good, and you know, like you're trying to do those screenings, you know, so we don't get in trouble. Nice. But yeah, it's so. So with the scraps of the porcelain panels, you're making furniture, like coffee tables, end tables, sinks, things of this nature? Yeah, sinks. And are you selling that locally to clients or do you ever ship it out? Uh, so we sold only a few of them because like, we have a lot of inquiries and it's like people asking how much it costs, would you ship it? And it's, Canadians is slow, like, because I'm only in Canadian market, you know, it's mm -hmm. like we didn't get any requests from US because people understand it's difficult across the border. It, uh, and you know, like in Canada, like Canadians, very slow thinking. It's like, okay, I want it, and they're gonna get back to you in six months. You okay. Say, I want it tomorrow. Sure. <laughs> that's, that's how it happens. Sometimes we quote a job and like, no answer from the customer, and then general contractor calls in and said, "You guys are supposed to start tomorrow. Oh, Are you ready?" Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I even don't know anything about it. But yeah. 
but yeah, that's how it happens. But uh, most of the time, with like we make those things, you know, for some designers, we ask them. Okay. You know, so so you haven't really gotten into selling them. You think no. that would ever take off, like uh, Etsy for porcelain furniture? I think it will. Um, yeah. I got in like a phone call from Ottawa a couple of weeks ago, and I got an offer to open a company for like a na national wide yeah. for Canada, yeah. and I would look after Western Canada. And the guy would look after Eastern Canada mm -hmm. because he says, like, I can do it, but I don't have a creativity in design. So I create those crazy designs with uh, those furniture boxes, and then we clad it. Yeah. So <coughs> that's really cool. Well, congratulations. Thank uh, you. Brand new showroom, you know, brand new showroom. To sh what is your focus of the showroom? I mean, I know it's panels, but what do you want the experience to be like? Uh, I want, uh, so okay, the, the reason of the showroom was uh, a lot of times the large form metal job spec, strong contractor, job fails, designer says no more, I don't want to use it anymore. Yeah. So I'm trying to fix that. And uh, I want them to visit my showroom and I will explain everything to the detail mm -hmm. and, uh, and then they can make a decision, they want this product or not. Because if it's installed right, it's never going to fail. Uh, my company got an award last year, like, Project of the Year in Canada, we did exterior application of uh, five by ten sheets on uh, on a house. It's ten and a half thousand square feet. Wow! Installation, mitered corners, everything like the, the house is like wrapped in large form of tile, and uh, no cracks. Everything lasts. Nothing fell off. It's like it's still there. Yeah. And our temperature in the winter is minus forty Celsius, nice. and next day it could be plus ten. Wow. Because we got those Chinook winds through the mountains and it warms up very quick. So it's like changing in temperature is very big. And sometimes you're, call, like, you're calling for the trouble in this. Yeah. So me and Artix, uh, we sit like on the phone and we created the design to install it so it works. Wow. And it works. And we have this year lined up already five exterior jobs in Calgary to do in large form of tile. That is so cool. That is so cool. You, you know... You've embraced and really charged, you know, the what seems impossible. That is how you've made your brand. That is, I mean, I've watched you over the years, and I've seen chatter, like, well, you know, this and that and the other. But then to hear you tell that story, like, well, this is what happened behind the scenes. This is why we did it with the guarantee because we worked with the manufacturer. We worked with Artex, yeah. you know, and came up with a solution. That's what it's all about, solving solutions. And I love the fact that you just really – want to distinguish yourself. You're like, if 99% of the contractors look like this, I'm going to go over here and look like this because you can build your brand a lot quicker if you look different and you yeah. talk different and you do something different. You have something different to offer the, you know, the, the base of clients. Yeah, be honest and, and be different than your competitors. So you're always going to have, you know, business. And uh, when you're pricing the job, put price what you're worth. Don't look what your competitor charge. I'm one of the most expensive contractors in the city, but I still have business because they know what I can deliver. Yeah. And if customer calls me in two years and he says, I have like little repair to do on, on in air and there, I, I'm there like literally in two hours. I'm at the job site and I'm doing that touch up and to make customer happy. Like uh, it's like in the beginning, I was, okay, how much they charging? How much they charging? I'm trying to be same. But then I start realizing they're charging that amount of money, and I think how they survive because they, they, like they put a number on the job, ten thousand dollars, and customers don't know what is in, involved in it. I'm detailed in every single part, you know, because sometimes you don't get a job and just put a price. People think, okay, he's charging fifty dollars per square foot. It's crazy, but when you put detail, you see he's charging only ten bucks per square foot to install tile, and the forty dollars in the square foot is just the material. Ditra, you know, Finset. I, I never cheap out on a Finset. I use the most expensive Finset because I don't want failure. Because if large form metal fails, the customer gets disappointed yeah. and they don't want to do it anymore. And most of the time with large form metal, the owner is just the part who pays the bill. And you're always dealing with the contractors because with the large form metal is, is the big, big, big job most yeah. of the time. They have some odd little ones, but uh, but yeah. Another thing, I start changing it. I start doing more countertops with a porcelain tile. Yeah. Because the granite fabricators, they don't know how to deal with it. Like in in our province and like in general in Canada, they do different way. Yeah. They treat porcelain as stone. As stone slabs, when stone slab, you can put a silicone PL, glue it to the cabinet, and walk away. 
with a floor slim, you still have to install like a tile. We use the subtop, weedy board, or curdy board, everything wired. We install with a thin set, use the yeah. vibrator, you vibrate so no air pockets underneath, and you know, this is the way to go. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. What, how, how have you seen the demand increase? I mean, obviously you've seen an increase. Can you put a number on it or a percentage or a description of, and then how much of that demand did you have to build yourself locally? So, uh, it's, demand is increasing, but it's all the time is the salesperson who sells it. It's like, so that's why I want people to come to my place and I know I will sell it because I have uh, five different suppliers for the large form of tile. I don't stick to one brand. Uh, because when you look at those large format tiles, the all collections is the same. Mm. So the green ones is like everyone everyone has pretty much same green uh, graphics. But you as installer, you know the quality. So that's kind of I'm s I'm selling it more on a large format tile because okay guys, less route lines looks nice. Yeah. This is the future of the tile. Yeah. You're the first one who's getting it. You know, forget those small ones and you know it's. It's kind of, I don't know, like for me it's easy to sell. Yeah. I'm in the trouble now and I have a showroom and I do still installations. I have to decide which yeah. seat I'm going to sit on. Yeah. If I stay in the showroom, my people is in trouble because it's going to be too much work. Yeah. So I have to s step back a little bit from the showroom and be more on the, on the job side. Where do you think you're headed with the business? I mean, is that where you want to find yourself more? You know, it's like I never thought where I'm heading to. I just, I like what I do. Yeah. I don't care if I don't make money. Like... I don't make profit, I'm fine. I just, as long as I have to cover my expenses, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, I just, I want my people to be happy. I want them to make money and I want them to, you know, be successful in life, even if they're going to leave me, you know, I'm trying to give them best, you know, what I know. And uh, I want to raise professionals because that's where we at now. The pro prob trouble is it's young kids, they don't want to go. Yeah. It's like you, we used to be like uh, one out of ten want to be in trades. Now one out of hundred wants to be in trades hmm. because they want to sit at home or work in office. But yeah. it's not a way. And the tile setting business, I think it's the best trade in general on the construction. Yeah. Because it's the most rewarding. Yeah. The king of trades. Yeah. King of trades. And we are like appreciated, I think, sometimes. Like, I love it. I love it. Well, listen, I thank you again for being here today and sharing this bit of your story. I really thank appreciate you for having it. Me. It's good to meet you in person. Okay, thanks. All right. All right, we have two more people. Uh, Rachel, you're next. And then we're going to talk to Eden after Rachel. How's everybody enjoying it so far? Good? Good, good. Hey, Rachel, Hi. nice to meet you in person. <laughs> you too. So Rachel also has a prior podcast, I think about a year ago. Yeah. If you all haven't heard that one, that's a great one. We dive into her story a little bit. Uh, briefly, though, introduce yourself. Tell us where you're from and what you do. Sure. So my name is Rachel Herrera, and I'm the owner of the Tile Girl Remodeling. I live in Colorado Springs, but um, I do service oh, Denver. Oh, sorry. Too loud. <laughs> Too loud. Um, so Denver and Colorado Springs. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And what do you focus on? So full service remodeling business, but a lot of focus in tile. That's how I start started the business. Okay. Yeah. And you have an interesting background. What, share with us your professional background. Yeah. So, I mean, I've only been in the tile business for about nine years. Um, I came from more of a financial background. I worked with Merrill Lynch, Bank of America. Um, it, it was just a whole different field. Um, yeah. I didn't graduate high school. I didn't go to college and I was pretty much just you know roaming the world trying to figure out what I wanted to do okay so I did a lot of customer service based positions and then finally I got you know an opportunity to work in corporate and mm -hmm. hated every moment of it um, it looked good on the resume and I was like all right this is exciting yeah because I really shouldn't be in this position but yeah. you know it was yeah everyone's like I have my English master, and, and I'm like, I didn't go to, you know, past <laughs> yeah. 10th grade. And, yeah, so it, it definitely set with me, and it, it affected my confidence in a lot of those positions. But, you know, it, it worked out. Yeah, yeah, it worked out. Yeah, and you found yourself 
gravitating back towards tile, which is super cool. And yeah. now you've built your own remodeling business. Um, just incredible, incredible. What are you passionate about today after nine years of being in business? What, what gets you excited today? So super excited about the design side right now. Mm -hmm. I just feel like my designs have evolved so much, just even within the, the last couple of years. Yeah. And that's where I'm excited when I'm putting everything together, when I'm working with the customer. It's just kind of a, a newfound passion, and yeah. I didn't even realize, you know, how talented I was. And not like to toot my own horn, but like it's really hard for me to do that. So for yeah. me to be able to say that about myself and find something new that I didn't know I had is really exciting. That's you know, super within cool. the last nine years. Nice. Yeah. So you've learned. To, what have you done with the design? I mean, what software are you using? How do you sell design? Yeah, so pretty much, I mean, I was going from the basics. I, I would bring tile samples to the customer. Yep. I wasn't doing any type of drawings. I wasn't using any software. I was doing, like, real old school. Sure. I was new to it, so yeah. I didn't, I mean, yes, I've always, I've been involved in the designs, but, like, I've really just started, like, presenting myself as a designer as well. Nice. So um, just started using um, CAD. I'm, I'm starting to learn the CAD systems and okay. Revit and those are very new for me and very difficult. So that's kind of like the new addition of, of software. So you're investing back in your business by, you know, adding to your education, yes. adding to your skills, adding to your offerings. What right. has that done? I mean, have you immediately seen a return on that investment? Absolutely. Yeah? In what yes. way? Yes. And for me, yes, we, we are not going to be the cheapest company to go with. Mm. And I get told that a lot. Yeah. And it's up to me to be able to explain why our price tag is higher than a lot of the companies. And for me, I really like to sell the fact that I'm all about customer expectation. I setting customer expect realistic customer expectations. Sorry, and the customer service side, I feel like that's lost mm. in in construction in construction in general. So. I like going into a customer's home and respecting their space and finding out what their pet peeves are, what their quirks are, you know, what their special requests are, and just setting setting the tone in the beginning and saying, you know, demo day, this is going to be dusty, this is not the comfortable part. It might make you feel uncomfortable because someone's in your home, and even though you want this old, you know, tile torn out, it still can be overwhelming. Yeah. So I try to just put myself in their shoes and really talk about it before we start a single thing in that home yeah. of what they can expect yeah. you know prepping their floors making sure we're matching things and and just walking them through the process so they feel good uh, when it comes to the beginning our first day on the project yeah so you're selling your value based on all those factors you're selling yeah. your value it sounds like on a lot of communication yeah. as well as basically you know designing the job to finishing the job having the you know the proper protection in place i mean all right. that stuff right is that so do you now present them like a, a, a 3d rendering of what their shower would look like yes and now and what do. how has that changed the client's reaction they're wowed yeah i mean it's not so much of a surprise yeah. and <laughs> i think that's a that's a big thing customers don't like they like the surprise and they like the anticipation, but they do want to be prepared and know what it's going to look like, yeah. you know, just it, it, especially with layouts, you know, and that helps protect us too. When we have a drawing and presented and signed off on, that helps protect us yeah. and it gives them peace of mind that yeah. we've heard them and we're putting that design and layout, you know, yeah. right yeah. in front of them. That's really cool. Yeah. So it's more of the experience. I'm all about experience. Yeah. Providing a positive, comfortable, and just easier experience for the customers. So how do you convey that experience in your marketing and your messaging to the to the potential customer? So meaning um, how I do my How do you convey, you know, your values, right? Yeah. Like it sounds like you're really all about the experience. Yeah. How do you convey that to, to attract the type of client you want? Yeah, so right now, I mean, we're pretty much referral-based. Yeah. So um, I don't do much of any type of marketing or advertising, but it's really in that initial meeting. When I go and meet with the client, that's where I'm starting that process. I don't want to burden and like throw too much on them, yeah. but that's my job when I'm there that first, first day and I meet them in person and we're talking and discussing that project. That's when I really start honing in on like, hey, what sets us apart? Mm -hmm. And I pay attention to certain things in their home so they know like, I get a sense of who they are, yeah. and I ask them, you know, about 
even personality, like what do they want to feel when they walk into this room? You know, yeah. this is this is your time to create a brand new space. So yeah. just a lot of questions. That's really what I'm doing. I'm, I'm asking a lot of questions nice. in that first meeting. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, Rachel, what's next for you? Where do you see yourself headed? Wow. So I, like I said, I really want to focus more on designing. It's just so fun for me and I love it. I still want to run my, my business and you know, that's going to keep going full force. Um, My team is growing. We have four new, not new, but four installers. Now Um, we have added a couple new installers. As you know, it's, always evolving you grow your team and then something happens and you know whatever it may be where they're not part of the team anymore and then you have to bring on new people if you really want to scale and grow so we have a a badass team right now and i just want to continue growing and yeah see where everything goes and i'm excited we're planning to do uh, a zoom style webinar to help anybody interested in offering designs yeah uh, get you started the way uh, rachel has started offering designs and teach you about the the tools she's mm-hmm. using and different ways you can sell that to kind of elevate your tile installation business and it so. really is it's an added service i mean if yeah. you're not offering design in your business you're missing out because if you can communicate to to a homeowner look i'm not just taking whatever you throw at me and and we'll just you know you pick it out we'll install it when you're part of that process you have an added value and you can put that on that contract and you know why not add to your paycheck and a lot of installers i think go the extra mile and they're already doing part of that but they're not charging for it yeah yeah very cool well i'm looking forward to it if anybody's interested in that class just let myself or rachel know uh, pay attention to Tile Money page on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. Well, Rachel, thank you so much thank for you. sharing your knowledge again. Thank you. Appreciate Sorry, it. I blew your eardrums. No, no, no. You're cool. You're cool. We're, thank we're, you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. I'd like to welcome Eden, Eden Revis, up to the stage. What's up, brother? Doing good, man. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for being here. It's good to be here. Scoot up, scoot up a little. All right. How's the mic? Good. Good. Better? All right. All right. All right, Eden. Well, uh, tell us about yourself. Where are you from? What do you do? Well, I'm from uh, Galt, California, or near Sacramento. I've been a tile installer since 2003. Um, It's really all I've ever liked to do. I fell into it because... um, you know, I was working nights, and it just wasn't cutting it for me. Oh, okay. And um, my brother offered me uh, a connection with the tile, local tile company, and from day one, I knew I knew this is what I wanted. You yeah. Know, um, it allowed me to be creative. Um, I love seeing the finished product. I love that, you know, there's steps to how we got to get to this and do it right. Um, so I've been... So for about 19 years, you've been in the industry. About 19 years, I've been in the industry. And then uh, about three years ago, I ended up getting my contractor's license. Congratulations. That's awesome. Um, So this is absolutely what I I love to do. And and I can't see myself doing anything other than setting tile. That's cool. So you learned uh, tile in 2003. Uh, What were you all doing? What was the focus of the the work you were doing? Well, I came in, I think, at what I would consider the best time. I was taught by some real old-school guys, mud guys. Um, so when I started doing tile, I learned doing fabricating granite. Okay. You know, old school. Sure. Doing all the bullnose, polish, all that fun stuff. So, I mean, immediately I was hooked. Yeah. You know, we're, we're transforming a piece of stone to a piece of art. Yeah. And that's... That's really just what, what got me. That's what hooked you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the fabrication. Absolutely. Did you, uh, like, Akimi, mm-hmm. your returns, your mud, mud wall returns? Did you get one coat up there in Sacramento? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. generally one coat. So you, Akimi, your returns together, the, the marble? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you got a good uh, a good mentor. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, I really like So what do you focus that. on today over there? I mean, <clears throat> where's your client base? Well, my client base is is pretty much uh, Central California. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we go anywhere from within within an hour's distance. Okay. Um, you know, we don't we don't just do whatever jobs. We focus mostly on custom work. 
Okay. Um, Are you doing new construction then, new custom homes? We don't do a whole lot of new custom homes. It's mostly just renovations, residential. Okay. And, um, but most, our biggest focus is bathrooms. Nice. So that's just where I feel like we can be the most creative, where people want to go to, to unwind and relax, and that's. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real personal place. Yes, you know, we, we really like to focus on giving them what they, what yeah. they envision. Yeah. So tell me, I mean, you're here, you were at services three months ago, you came to the Tile Nation event. I mean, you're a passionate guy. I mean, you're really all in, and you bring your, your son and your apprentice with you when you, you know, when you can, and you're really instilling the passion in them. I mean, what drives that passion for you today? I mean, why are you here today? Well, what drives me, um, you know, like you said, that I'm so involved in that is the love for the industry, and now, you know, I have my son who's who's been with me since out of high school. He's been helping prior to that. But um, I'm, I'm really trying to learn the best ways of doing everything, make sure that everything's yeah. correct. I'm trying to set him up and my nephew up for, for success, Yeah. you know? So the best way I can do that is me knowing the best way to go about things. Yeah. Um, you know, attending classes, um, coming to the meetings, you know, coming to the shows, um, getting to meet great people, and it's, it's a constant learning experience, and yeah, and, and I love it. You nice, know? nice. Yeah, when I, I mean, the reason I honestly asked you to be here today was because when I met, you, I mean, I met you online, and then we saw each other at surfaces, and you had your son and one of your other apprentices with you, another young guy. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that you were making that investment into them, I mean, that's something that you know we don't see every day, and that's something that I think is is unique and needs to be highlighted. So, uh, thank you for doing that, and for you know making that investment really in our youth. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know, it's, I, I just really lucked out nice. with, with these guys, you know. Yeah. I mean, who can say they have, you know, 17, 18, 19-year-old apprentices. Yeah. You know, that not only are just there for a paycheck, I mean, you can see their work that they absolutely are invested in what, what they're doing. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean, I just absolutely lucked out with that, so. I do anything within my power to set them up as best as possible nice. and make sure that they they will be able to succeed. That's really cool. You know? That's really commendable. Thank you for doing that. Um, you recently attended the first five-day Tile Nation training event for large format, you know, gauge porcelain tile panels. Mm -hmm. Is that something you see yourself getting into in the near future? Oh, absolutely. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Right now, it's, is there a it, demand for it up there? Um, not so much. I see a little bit here and there, but I'm hoping to create some demand in that. Yeah. Um, so lately, it's, it's been a little bit on the back burner. I got kind of stuff going. Uh, I've been uh, trying to get ready to take my certified tile installer exam. Nice, nice. Um, so I got that coming up in June. But um, after the show, we get back, and I'm going to hit the road running and, and um, talk to panel manufacturers and see who's in my area and, and how I can help them nice. but going to that training that was the absolute best choice for me um it shook any jitters i might have had yeah and i <laughs> you know because it's intimidating dealing yeah. with five foot by ten foot panels yeah but there's there's no doubt in my mind that we we can absolutely make something happen with this because it's the future of time yeah you know? yeah well and you know you do well to look at guys like mine who who have came before you and yeah. shown the way, I mean, paved the way. Like, this is how I made my business. This is why people come to me, because I'm doing stuff that people are, you know, when anything new comes along, we're all hesitant to adapt to it and accept it. So the people who are brave and confident and confident that they're going to take that challenge on, I mean, you're going to get rewarded for that. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And um, I love a challenge, and I tell my customers all the time, you know, I hear Oh, um, I asked them, what is it you actually would like to see? Because I can often tell that there's some hesitation with what they're telling me. Sure, sure. And, well, you know, I talked to two other guys, and they said, you can't do this and that. You can't do a shower pan, you know, past 42 inches wide. And, well, they might not be able to, but we're going to build you a custom shower. So you tell me what it is you envision, and we'll let you know what we can do for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I absolutely love that challenge. And, you know, being part of that large panel uh, – Installation, I think that that's another way that I'm gonna be able to separate myself from yeah. everybody else. Well, it's area. it's true because in California, I mean, it is the richest state 
of quality tile installers that are good craftsmen um, and craftspeople, you know, for, and especially for what you pay out there, you can get some really talented people for not a lot of money, unfortunately. There's just a lot of talented people. There's, it's an old school, you know, trade. Uh, they're still holding on to mud floating, and that really, it, it's a different apprenticeship when you grow up with mud and you learn things a little bit different. Um, but what you can do is you, your materials are almost nothing, and then when you get efficient, proficient with it, so it does. It, you know, they scale. They scale a lot of work. So what I'm trying to get at is, you're smart to differentiate yourself. How you know? How have you differentiated yourself from all the other very good, talented contractors in California? I mean, how are you tapping that? So um, what I do, I simply just I do my best to educate the customer okay. in our process. Yeah. You know, and I can immediately tell that no other contractor has even gone over any other process other than, well, what tile do you want and where do you want it? Yeah, yeah. I'm interested way more than just what do you want and where do you want it installed, you know? Yeah. And one of the ways that I separate myself is by helping the customer learn those process. And more often than not, I mean, they'll stop me sometimes in my tracks yeah. and say, you know what, I've heard enough, you're our guy. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's like, that, that feels great because yeah. I'm passing along what I do learn here to them and I can see that they genuinely appreciate. I don't want everybody's style job. Yeah. I want the people who care what they're getting. Yeah, you know, I love that. Those are the people that I'm targeting. Yeah. People who care yeah. of the finished product. Yeah, education's huge. I mean, I think everybody's, you know, really hungry for education and when you're making a big purchase, a lot of people, you know, I, I bet your markets are similar because you're in the remodeling market. The type of mentality I'm looking for as a remodel contractor, I want somebody who had a, has done a remodel and had a terrible experience. Is that the same with you? Yeah. Because yeah. like, uh, yeah. the next time they remodel, they're a little bit older, they got a little bit more money, and they don't want to have a bad experience. They're going to do a lot more research, so they're looking for educated contractors. They're looking for the contractor who's going to educate them. That was my market that I was building in California. Uh, south of you, but that sounds similar to that's a market, and I think that's the key, one of the keys. So you're on it. Yeah. You're on it. Yeah, that's very much the same market that I'm, yeah. I'm after. You know, yeah. like I said, the people who who actually care what they're going to end up with. Yeah. You know, I'm not interested in just slapping in some tile work. I yeah. I put way too much of myself and creativity and, and everything and hours beyond the job site to just do it for for people who really don't care. You yeah. Know? I mean, yeah. it may sound silly, but yeah, no, yeah. I love it. I love it. And then you're going to get their friends, and you're going to keep attracting that type Absolutely. of person. Absolutely. We do no advertising, and nice. we're, we're usually booked out several months out. You yeah. Know, slow yeah. season, three months out. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, listen, Eden, that's all the time we have. I really appreciate you being up here. I appreciate all of my guests. You guys all really did a kick-ass job. Thank you for being here and, and making it here on time, too. I appreciate you all. Um, Tile Money Podcast can be found. It's a weekly podcast. You can find it on Apple, uh, Spotify, YouTube if you like to watch. You know, it's a video podcast format as well. We have a Facebook group. Um, I got a boogie on down to my second business, which is Tile Nation. I have three partners with that business. We're going to do a large format cutting, um, what's the word, competition. So we have a really cool jacket to give away. It's a monolith jacket. Whoever can cut the thinnest rip on a three and a half mil porcelain gets this large monolith jacket. So uh, we're going to have some fun down there. It starts here in about five minutes. Thank you all for being here again. Thank you to all my guests for sharing your knowledge.